Email Army. In case you haven't heard, we're on Patreon. Here's a sneak preview of Guest Alarmist. In this episode, Adam Lustig discusses his 2003 Telegram travesty. Sign up for Patreon today. We hope you enjoy. I was born with a special gift. The ability to mentally transform any situation into the worst case scenario in my own brain. But when tragedies get personal, sometimes the best thing for me to do is share the alarmist chair with a special guest. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and this is Guest Alarmist. With us today, we have producer Clayton Early. Hello. Fact checker Chris Smith. Hi. And our guest host is fan favorite, alarmy guest, Adam Lustig. Hi, Adam. Yes. yes. And the crowd goes wild. Sounds wild. We're going wild. <laughs> We're going Hi, everyone. Wild. Hi, Adam. I'm so happy to be here. Nice to see you guys again. We're so uh, happy to have you hosting today. And now my job is done. Is Take done. it over. <laughs> As I grab the hosting baton, throw Rebecca out of the chair and mm-hmm. sit down. Ooh, with uh, Amanda, it was a chair. With my, yes. with Adam, it's a baton. So hold yeah. on to it tightly. I think in my mind, as Rebecca, as the host, sits in sort of the Amanda referred to sort of the throne, which I imagine that as well. And Rebecca holds some sort of scepter or kind of like mm-hmm. a like a kind of a queenly staff or something, <laughs> which I have now rested. It's a, it's a six iron. <laughs> It's a six iron. Yeah, it's a golf yeah. club. So I, I found it around she's... the house. I didn't know what else to do with <laughs> what it. What it was. And so <laughs> So I've kind it. of wrested it from her mm-hmm. and sort of shoved her off to the side. And now I'm the, I'm the host and the queen wow. of this. Of this yeah. Queen. Mm-hmm. Thank well, you, queen. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, queens. Kick it off, queen. Well, I'm um, really happy that we get to do this, actually, because, yeah. um, well, first of all, I want to say that I really enjoyed the the Amanda's uh, pot pie disaster. Mm. I thought that um, you guys came up with some really great insights, and I thought uh, that you came down, uh, I think that you came down to the right side of justice there. Thank you. Um, Thank you. My, the, the, the tragedy, the personal tragedy that I will be presenting to us today, I've named uh, the 2003 Telegram Travesty. Mm. And... <laughs> As you know, this this uh, Two, wait, two thousand and three. What? The two thousand and three telegram travesty. <laughs> telegram tra- travesty. Okay, great. Yes. Um, this uh, requires a little bit of historical setup uh, and context, which I will provide to you, maybe with some dramatic music underneath. Now. So, <laughs> Clayton has an. I got it. I got it. Yes, exactly. Do it. Oh, Chris, oh, knock oh, it off. Oh, Clayton, Clayton oh, will do it in post. I'll do it. Sorry do about it. That. I thought because I, I yeah, love not necessary. Music and I'm Actually, musician really and I is a, he's musically yeah. gifted. I, so I'm just really wanted. gifted in that way. So I thought you guys were saying you wanted me to do the drama. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. You can do it for my episode. How does that work? He does it afterward. He gets us all to do the same. There's a whole orchestra behind me. You just can't see. They're off. They live. Yeah. So Adam, they're all hiding in Clayton's bathroom. Okay. I need to give the orchestra the cue. So Adam, ready to go, right? Okay. And now. I want to set the scene. It's 1998. 
Um, I am in 10th grade and I have a history teacher, history slash journalism teacher who I adore. And for the sake of this podcast, let's call him Mr. Big. Um, his real name, I'm, I'm not using to protect the innocent, but let's let's call him Mr. Big for, for the duration of this podcast. Um, Mr. Big is charismatic. He is really funny. He's really grounded. He's brilliant. He also happens to be like six foot seven, 300 plus pounds, was on the Canadian Olympic wrestling team, mm. rides motorcycles to and from school, had appeared in a couple different movies in his life. The point being that he's just, I want, he has a, he's a larger than life guy who has lived this fascinating, interesting life. And I felt really lucky, we all kind of did, to have him be our 10th grade English, history journalism teacher, this like kind of like living legend kind of guy. Uh, and he and I had a relationship. Like we were, you know, teacher student and also as buddy buddy as uh, as a 15 year old and a history uh, journalism teacher could be. He took a shine <laughs> to you. He took a shine and we because took a shine to each other. Because you were also on the Canadian wrestling yeah. team. If I, uh... And because you were also an Olympian wrestler, right? The, wrestler, you're, exactly. You're, you're break. You're cutting into this very dramatic. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Chris. Okay. Clayton go can on. cut the music out for that. Yeah, no, yeah, the yeah. orchestra. Yeah, yeah. Can the orchestra. With orchestra. They please can continue. Continue. No, they orchestra. only know the one song and they can't stop <laughs> oh, once they yeah. start. So it's very. They're very. We need more Patreon subscribers yeah. to get a better orchestra. <laughs> get a better. Uh, I graduated okay. high school on wonderful terms with Mr. Big. We're buddies. He's a mentor. Great. Now, cut to a couple years later, and all three of you know this, uh, maybe no more than Clayton, who participated a little bit in some of these singing telegrams, but my college summer job was singing telegram mm. and costume children's birthday party entertainer, as all of you know. I've told you these stories many times. Um, so now it's 2003. Okay, I'm a couple years out of high school. I'm 20. Okay, we're all friends. All of us are friends IRL during this time, and I'm home for the summer. Um, and uh, the woman who runs the singing telegram company, we'll call her Sandy for the sake of this podcast. And uh, as you would imagine, but someone, you know, it's a bit of a self-selecting sample. Those who start singing telegram companies are likely eccentric. And she was <laughs> and is. Um, so one day, the two of us, this is again, summer of 2003, are sitting in her, uh, sitting in the office and uh, like fax, like an order comes through for a new telegram. And it is for the recipient of the singing telegram is Mr. Big. And oh, I say oh, to Sandy, I go, wow. I know that guy. I know that guy. Not only do I know that guy, but I love and respect that guy. That was my history and journalism teacher. That's crazy. And so Sandy says, uh, wow. Well, since you know Mr. Big, I think this would be a great opportunity for you to sort of like be in on the bit. And like you could sort of be you, Adam, could be the setup to this hilarious singing telegram prank that we're going to do on Mr. Big. I think I felt a, a flutter of reluctance in the moment, like just a, a just a gentle butterfly wing May, of just a bad gentle, idea. That's maybe a, not. Maybe not on your shoulders. Whisper and once again, uh, Chris. Yeah, you for, keep forgetting about the orchestra. They're pretty That's mad okay. at you. The orchestra, and we, and, yeah, exactly. And we're paying them hourly, so we don't, don't want to waste their time. So I did feel a, a little bit of a butterfly wing, maybe not on my shoulder, but of course I said, "Sounds great. Let's do it." So. It was Mr. Big's birthday, and he was teaching at a different school at this point. And uh, one of his colleagues, I think it was the gym teacher at that school, was the one who ordered the singing telegram for Mr. Big himself. Um, 
And so uh, Sandy had sort of um, concocted this scheme in which I would send an email, which I did send an email to Mr. Big saying, Mr. Big, it's Adam from the class of 2001. I'm at NYU. I'm doing great. Listen, I'm kind of really interested in journalism and I'm really kind of uh, want to pursue a summer internship. I was wondering and hoping that I could come into your office and pick your brain about it. He got back to me immediately. Adam, so great to hear from you. I'm so glad you're doing well in New York. How exciting. I would be thrilled to to talk to you. I'd be thrilled. Um, Please, uh, anytime you want. My lunch break is this hour. Please come in. I'm teaching summer school, but I have plenty of free time. Would love to catch up. Great. So the day comes. The idea is that I'm going to go into Mr. Big's uh, office or at the in the break room or whatever and I am this is the sort of the pretense this me interested in a journalism summer internship is the pretense for Sandy to then burst into the break room in character which in this case was a character called Big Bad Betty the Biker leather jacket whip leather pants the works and she is going to deliver the singing telegram to Mr. Big he'll be shocked delighted and surprised so the day comes I'm feeling nervous, but not too nervous. Again, I'm 20 and don't think about things too hard. <laughs> Consequences <laughs> and emotional nuance and and anything like that really cause and effect. It's not really at the t- front of my mind. So I go to the break room as Sandy lurks outside in the car. I come in, we sit down at the table. He gives me a huge hug. We're so happy to reunite. Again, he's a huge man. I'm genuinely happy to see him. And for a second, I forget why I'm really there. And like, just for a second, I'm like, just genuinely so thrilled to see my old teacher and bud, Mr. Big. And so I sit down and he's like, so again, he's like a real gentle giant from Toronto. He's got a beautiful Canadian accent. And he's saying, you're like in New York. And I know that you're into theater, but tell me about journalism. You're really into it. You want to... (laughs) to pursue a summer internship and uh, with a, my best straight face I'm like yes I do and like I was just hoping that maybe you I don't know if you had any contacts or any even just guidance bam door kicks open okay in walks the gym teacher and right behind the gym teacher is Sandy leather pants leather jacket Indiana Jones whip oh. a full sized whip so like reads dominatrix like it does like it reads S&M a little bit. Sandy starts launching into the song. Mr. Big <laughs> clocks everything, get realizes exactly what's happening in a split second. He's he's one of the sharpest knives in the drawer, puts all the pieces together, realizes that I have hoodwinked him, immediately shuts it down. Sandy doesn't get one line into the singing telegram before Mr. Big stands up. And when a six foot seven, 350 pound Olympic wrestler stands up, it's a It's serious. He stands up and in a booming voice, he says, stop, stop it, stop it. Sandy stops singing, looks sheepish. Gym teacher looks kind of sheepish, but is also like mildly amused that Mr. Big is embarrassed. And then Mr. Big looks at me and doesn't even say anything, but the betrayal and the pain and the hurt in his eyes is something that has haunted me for what is it now? 2020. So for 20 years, essentially. Friendship soured, trust shattered, shattered, mentor mentee relationship obliterated, obliterated, uh, credibility ruined. And your uh, journalism so career pretty much down the tubes hasn't taken off. I'm not a journalist, <laughs> am I? So it's like, couldn't really get my journalism career off the ground. So this is, uh, 
th this is my own th that's essentially the long and the short of the 2003 telegram travesty in which i eviscerated and incinerated a meaningful teacher-student relationship incredible incredible story thank you for sharing adam thank you for having <laughs> thank I, you in for an listening. effort to maybe get some fun facts aka yeah. death stats uh, yes. out there i have a few questions please fire away did you ever speak to mr big again here is where this goes from uh, LOL a tragedy to uh, LOL sad to kind of real sad. Mr. Big in real life passed away oh year, a, f a few years after this uh, oh. telegram. Uh, so not only was I never able to speak to him again, I will never be able to speak to him again. Wow. So that is over now. Brutal. <laughs> That's over. That's it is brutal. Uh, so, no, I was not able to. You know what? Uh, uh, and I think, to be honest with you, I think I had the impulse to send him a follow up email afterwards being like, Mr. Big, I'm so sorry. Like that is this is my summer job. I'm sorry for Sandy. And I'm just like, I'm so sorry. It was genuinely nice to see you. And I'm sorry that we had to like do this weird, embarrassing thing. But I think I was too embarrassed even to to reach out in that matter. I think that I was there mm -hmm. was sort of a cloud of, mm -hmm. of yeah. shame <laughs> mm -hmm. that was a little impenetrable to me to even take that step. Mm -hmm. um, other another follow up question. Yes. What did the gym teacher want this singing telegram to be about what was the point behind it good question it was his birthday it was mr big's birthday so <laughs> it was it was a birthday telegram uh and you know the way that these singing telegrams worked was that uh whoever was ordering it on behalf of their friend would give us all this personal information about mr big we would plug it into a song for example for the longest time by billy joel most likely clayton knows this and then we would just sort of serenade the <laughs> guest with this silly song that was customized and personalized and a little embarrassing but in a cheeky fun sort of inclusive way that's the sweet spot can you give us a tiny bit of a sample of what uh, a song a telegram would be for the longest time yeah, yeah, sure. I'd be like, Mr. Hugh, Mr. Big is 63 today, and gym teacher wanted to say hey, and now we're here because everyone loves you. That kind of thing. And just yeah. like little details from his life, okay? Yeah. And like, again, the ideal, the sweet spot reaction is like a little embarrassed, but also like loving Charmed. it. Right. Charmed. Yes. That's loving sweet it. spot, yeah. Also, I should also say for context that very frequently, because again, as you all know, I did this for a few summers um, frequently. And I would say normally and typically this would happen at a restaurant, at a party. Sure, um, with a in a public space, in a public yeah. space with a crowd, with a you crowd. know what I mean? So mm -hmm. there was like a crowd energy and like an audience that would help the telegram recipient feel a little bit looser about it and like mm -hmm. embarrassed in a cute way. This was a quiet staff break room. <laughs> Can no I ask a question? Okay. No one else yeah. there. Adam, so, correct me if I'm yes. wrong, too. <laughs> wasn't part of it that a lot of it wasn't copyrighted or trademarked, so you had to do, like, the bizarro version of Elmer? Yes. Like, you couldn't do... <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Please Elmer? Um, examples of that? Yes, of course, I, I will. Thank you, Clayton. Um, <laughs> Sandy ran this telegram company, and another part of the business was uh, children's costumed characters for birthday parties, many of which I did. And uh, because, like Clayton said, Sandy didn't have the rights from Disney to, like, license, the, to, like, advertise or promote the character as actual Mickey Mouse, as actual Minnie Mouse, she had to have alt names for all mm. of the children characters <laughs> that would clear <laughs> copyright. So it was Mr. Mouse. It was Ms. Mouse. Elmo <laughs> was just the letter L dash Mo. SpongeBob, <laughs> this is the best one, was SpongeBob. 
So <laughs> things like so and you work on, for this company, which is on and on SpongeBob's. I can't. Name, I can't. Really, still Sponge Robert. Still just a Sponge Robert. Nickname, but it's just a so different yes. version. And did it exactly look Robert. exactly like SpongeBob? That's right. Bob? Did yeah. Rob look? It was Rob, a twin of Bob, or exactly. was he slight? Was he fraternal? Yeah. Was it an identical twin? Was he a fraternal twin? No, it was identical Good. twin. I'm sure it would right? seemed <laughs> it seemed identical. It would be as if you had identical twins and named them both Robert, and the only way you differentiated was called one Bob and one Rob. So that was, I guess, was <laughs> the vibe. So the entire enterprise of a singing telegrams is, by its very nature, awkward, embarrassing silly absurd um but again i had done many of them where like it went fine and great and the recipient was like it was embarrassing for a moment but ultimately it was like good natured and taken in the spirit in which it was given and like fine and fun and fine um mm. but this was not that and this had personally and i don't even know how much i'm kidding devastating consequences to me personally oh wow um uh because uh again this was a man that i genuinely <laughs> Respect. respected genuinely respected genuinely respected like one of the few but i didn't connect with many of my high school teachers not really a few a handful and he was one of them mm -hmm. and uh this was uh this was the <laughs> the uh leopard printed end of that of that relationship <laughs> between mr big and myself so uh, let's get I some step up on this board yes I yeah like. i mean you're the, the board. you're the host here but okay. i have a few ideas Me too. i think you Please. should start off with the with the first culprit adam well again throw up well again and this is not in sort of some self-flagellating way but uh akin to the amanda pot pie thing i think i need to throw myself on the board i mean let's mm. not avoid the obvious it's mm. like i'm the one in my shoes i could there was many different points in the process where i could have uh objected or mm. provided a little bit of resistance to sandy's idea um so i mean granted it was my job right right job. you're obligated yeah yeah so at a it certain is, part of me i wouldn't want a victim blame but i, I think it's fair, fair. To, to throw you I, I, adam I, up on the board <laughs> i think i think it's fair i, I think it's fair i yes yes it's yeah. necessary mm -hmm. it's yeah. for the process let's just <laughs> yeah, say but, that. but i also think that um what we we can blame also student uh student debt or student <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah or the cost of student, the cost of uh, uh, the cost of college cost of college yes, absolutely cost of the the rising costs of college because you put adam in a situation where he felt like he couldn't say no or he couldn't change course um and he needed to make that that money he needed yes. to pay the bills i needed to make that money we all went to the, the same very expensive college so we all know mm -hmm. what it required to right. uh exactly harvard. So that's, had that's to work every harvard. single day harvard. during summer harvard that's right <laughs> no we yeah. did not yes. go to harvard <laughs> uh we would but not yes, be I think here that's, yes exactly <laughs> uh, i think that's i think that's good i think that's good um i mean again i don't want to throw uh my my ex, my boss at the time, Sandy, uh, under the bus too hard, but I would. No, do. I think you should. Uh, <laughs> I I think you one hundred. She she would go right up on my list. Sandy, totally. yeah. what is, do we have a last name or do we just want to be boss? We just Sandy? we're just calling her Sandy for we'll now. Just call her. Yeah, we could just call the her owner. <laughs> Sandy the owner. Sandy the owner of the Singing Telegram uh, firm. Yeah. <laughs> Does yeah, um, and I, I think can we just talk about Sandy's bad instincts? Because just uh, yeah. hearing you tell the story, it feels like yes, and and any and she's in an eccentric business. It's for it's, sure. 
one of a kind. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> creative, and we want to support creativity. Yes, right? no doubt about it. But I do feel like her instincts were bad in having you, re- like, ask just asking you to reach out to one of your mentors and yep. w- with this with this fake story. I think yep. that that is a bad instinct. Can I ask Adam uh, how many of these zingograms or singing telegrams were? Was there a pretense? Uh, where you sort of get into the space with the uh, with the mark uh, in order to uh, you know uh, prank them. Was there such a, a great qu- yeah because such a great question. Go ahead. And the question is not many. And the right. question is uh, uh, the, a lot of the other almost almost zero, Chris. To be frank, so this was a little bit uncharted territory. To Rebecca's point about a bit of a reckless decision on Sandy's part to sort of like let's try this. And sure. furthermore, furthermore. Um, the pretense, but often uh, I mean, people think of seeing telegrams, think of the classic like cop shows up at your door, ding dong, there's a parking ticket, just kidding, I'm a stripper. Mm-hmm. So it's like there was a lit, sometimes it was like I'm a cop. I would often have to, often there were a handful of times where I went to people's homes dressed as like in a singing telegram police costume that was like sure. obviously fake. I'm wearing my Chuck Taylors, like right. it's a joke, ha ha. So like occasionally there was a pretense of like a setup, but never never actually realistic. This was the only one that was mm. like uh we actually like we were trying to get uh Mr. Big or the telegram recipient to genuinely authentically believe that yeah. we were there for another reason. It was yeah, like that. you could have so, just so showed cool. up. <laughs> right. <laughs> but here here's my here's the sort of broader point, which is that yeah. I think there was a mistake the exact moment where that Sandy made the mistake was to when she found out that you had a history with this yes. guy for her to feel like she had to use that. Yes. Right. I think so. I and think so. It's like if you find uh <laughs> if you you know just happen to find a uh, a, a, a sword a, a ninja sword on the sidewalk does that mean you're going to you're going to become a ninja that's a great right. point Ex- what, what such do we a good call that reckless like, opportunism like yes. like reckless. almost just like re- like reckless <laughs> reckless opportunism yeah i mean a totally that's ungrounded so unbased just yeah. sort of usage of us you yes. don't have to take every opportunity opportunity that comes your way Just that comes you your way a samurai sword doesn't mean you have to become a, become samurai. a samurai yeah I, it's, it's a really good point <laughs> i think that's a really good point yeah i mean again to her i totally agree with that chris by the way i think that that is a really insightful that's really insightful i think it belongs on the board reckless opportunism yeah great um i mean what, you know what about just birthdays i, I yes but, B- obligatory birth yeah celebrate How- like why do we have to celebrate our and like especially and i would even maybe put a finer point on that i would okay. say birthdays at work mm, like work like, birthdays like celebrating birthdays at, at work. work yes it's work always like, so awkward that so you read it yeah. leave you know, it and it's and it's not it's never anything you want you're gonna get leave a few it. cupcakes people are gonna sing happy birthday listen to the rest of this episode and find out who's to blame for adam's 2003 telegram travesty on patreon sign up to get more bonus content like this You'll be supporting our show and getting ad-free episodes, post-aftermath discussions with final verdicts, two extra episodes a month, plus fun video episodes. Go to patreon.com slash The Alarmist or check out the link in our show description. We truly appreciate you, Alarmy.